Hello, everyone. The ego can be a difficult thing to manage sometimes. It can make us feel certain things. It can make us feel like we stand out a lot or maybe that we don't stand out enough or that, you know, certain things we do are greater or lesser than they are in the grand scheme of things, you know, in the eyes of others. It can make us feel weird. It can make us feel happy, sad, angry. It can make us feel relatively pleasant or just somber. The ego is a thing that we have to manage quite often and it's not always prevalent in our mind on, you know, the times where we have to do that, you know, consciously. The ego sometimes takes control, it can do a lot of different things, but what it definitely can do is overcome your judgment if it's not handled in a way that's based in some sort of reality that's consistent with who you are. And I think this can happen the most when we start to find success in the things that we really wanted to find success in. You know, accomplishing things that were very hard to accomplish and becoming someone that we're proud of. Sometimes grandiosity or anything that comes with it can be just this huge motivator, but also this huge discouragement factor because we start to become more and more engulfed by our view of ourselves. And when that crashes down, if it ever does, it becomes so discouraging and so painful. And so when we handle success, we want to find some sort of thing to balance out the ego and the reality. I think that's probably the best way to do it. So we don't get all in our head and start going like, you know, throwing things around and going crazy and start screaming that you're the God of this land and that you are the Messiah and all that, you know, typical things that happen. You don't want that to happen. But what you want to happen, what you want to happen, what you want to happen is you stay true to that confidence that got you there in the first place. You know, there's a difference between confidence and grandiosity. Confidence is usually good. I would say, you know, when it starts to get to a blind sense of confidence, this unearned feeling that you can triumph over anything regardless of the basis and reality that you might have with it, if there even is one, you know, that confidence can be a little harmful. But what's great is having belief in yourself, trusting yourself, being someone and knowing that you are that someone and acting off of that. I think it's always a good thing to try to be confident in yourself. All right, but I think confidence is a very hard thing to balance out because it looks so similar to blind grandiosity or blind confidence. You know, there's a lot of principle that goes into these things. You can look at yourself and try to tell yourself certain things, affirm something to yourself that's positive, you know, that you can do whatever you want, that you can do anything, that you can do all these great things. And whether or not they're true, it feels good to have that. But where's the line drawn between what you can do and what you realistically can't do? And how might it affect you? And if you can do the things that you can realistically do, how might you react to that success? So I would probably like to start off with just looking at someone who is successful, not anyone specific. Uh, I look at myself, actually. I look at like any success that I've had in my life. Um, like with my weight loss, I'm still going strong on that. I'm doing really well there and I'm exercising a lot. And it's always important for me to note that a lot of people are in different states in their life where maybe this sort of thing is not their main target, you know, or that they're just not in that headspace right now, or that they have other accomplishments that are so great that they don't need any other gratification in any other front, that they're happy where they are, and they don't need to be something that I want to be. That's an important thing for me to notice. And a lot of times when you're successful at one thing, you start to look down on the people that aren't successful like you. And even more specific, in the exact way that you're successful, you know, pushing themselves to the limit, maybe even going above and beyond in a way that's maybe unhealthy. You might look down on them for that 
And that's kind of where trouble starts to brew. Because when you look down on people, you start to kind of look at yourself when you weren't accomplishing those things, at least indirectly, in that same way. You know, you want to look at yourself in a positive way. You want to look at yourself as if you understand that person. And maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you want to have compassion for them and empathy for them. And rather than look down on them, hope that they get to the point where you're at, if they even need to. Hope that you could get to the point that you're at now, basically. Because you may have not had that hope before, but you got to develop it when you're in that moment, you know, when you finally got to the place. And go coming from my experience, I noticed when I was gaining a bunch of weight from medication, when I was completely sedentary, not moving around, not doing anything, just eating Cheetos and cheese and chips and everything else, I was always just hopeless, you know? It's the typical story of someone going through that. There's hopelessness, there's fear, there's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of hardship. And all of it came from this place of not giving myself enough credit for where I am now. Looking at myself, and not, not all of it, but a lot of it, it, a lot of it came from just me not allowing myself to be the person who I was in that moment, not accepting it. And so you see other people, and for some reason there's this drive to project some sort of frustration on them. Even if it's just in your head, you typically won't do it to them. That's kind of a dick move sometimes, but pretty much every time. But you'll think about it in your mind, and you'll think that like they're just not worthy of appraisal in any way because you see them only in this instance not doing the thing that you're doing right now when even you weren't doing that thing at one point, most likely. It's hard to balance that sort of understanding with that fear of what you once were because it is projection. You're projecting that fear and that just everything negative onto that person because there's a part of you that could still get to that level, who could stoop back down to that. And you're, you're afraid of it. You don't want to be like that. Even if it's not a rational connection, even if it's not conscious, there's something there. We don't like to be the things that were painful for us, and we don't like to see others be that. You can even, honestly, it could be chalked up to a form of compassion sometimes but it's just mixed up with this weird irrational feeling because of the pain you went through and how you see a similarity there and that similarity can be drawn to another one and that that similarity can be put into something that can group be grouped with something that can lead to a downfall for you. It's very complicated, but it's hard to really do anything other than be fearful of the most painful times in your life and you might project that on the people. And having compassion towards them can be presented in that weird way because if it's like a friend you might have these strong negative emotions because you don't want them to feel that way and you'll try to like push them in your head you might be afraid to do it naturally to them you know tell them what to do because you don't want to shame them you don't want to make them feel bad and that's not necessary i believe but you get mad because you want them to be doing what you're doing but you have to cling on to the idea the notion that you weren't doing that at one point that you were sitting down eating tubs of ice cream or whatever it is, that you're eating wedding cakes every day, every night, that you were bulging from the stomach, that you were exploding every night, who knows? But you were doing the thing that they're doing. And it's hard to try to understand that fully and not get caught up in your own success and not try to project things onto people that are negative, whether it's in your head or not. You know, I think. I think it also can lead to this shame in yourself because you can start to like find out that you're doing all these projecting things. You can start to feel a certain way and then you can see that you might be stooping to a level that you didn't want to. This is just me. If I'm going to share a, a personal experience, 
with the exercise and weight loss, I have found myself every now and then accidentally getting to the point that I just talked about, that I look down on people for not doing the things that I was doing. I don't want to look down on people. I want to understand them. And I want to be someone who they can relate to and someone who could, they can even, you know, try to get some advice or validation or appraisal, appraisal from, and, you know, try to just get something going. But then I'll see what they're doing and I see myself and I fear for it. You know, I feel fear from it. And I start to get angry about it, you know? And that makes me feel shameful that I'm stooping to this level that I would have hated someone to stoop to for me if someone was feeling this way about me. I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say these things to them, but I would feel it. And even that would cause shame. And this stuff, it makes me feel like I'm not worthy of my own accomplishments. That if I'm going to be this person that is going to stoop to a level of even like shaming someone inwardly, that maybe I'm not cut out for it. And that's a black and white thought. It's an extreme 100%, but it's something that's based in this reality in my head. And it's something I don't want for myself or for anyone. And so if you look at it, if you just try to understand the perspective, if you can try to not hyperfixate on all these different things that a person is not doing and try to focus on the things that they are doing right, then your success can be seen in full in some way because you know that you're true to it in a way that's compassionate, you know? Trying to find something that's worth being compassionate over if it means that you don't feel the shame, that you feel proud of who you are because you broke through the veil and stayed true to yourself in a way that was understanding, then that's good. You know, I work towards it and all these things we work towards. But we always do try to find some way to keep ourselves feel, feeling secure in what we're doing now, even if it's negative. You know, a lot of what we go into with this negative stuff, you know, the sedentary life we might live, all the things that are harmful and that feel so bad and that just make us break down, they're kind of comfortable in a way, right? That is comfortable to stay in one place and do one thing and focus on one task and not deviate from that in any way. Because that one deviation can mean that that one thing won't ever be a thing again and that you'll lose it. And that this thing that's not too bad on its own, but can bring such bad things could be lost. And you don't want to lose that because it's not comfortable to step out of that. And I think if we look into the past, like look into those people who aren't successful in this moment in what we're doing, we're kind of stepping into that past discomfort again. You know, it, it's just different now. It used to be what we are was the thing that was scary. Now it's what we were that is scary. You know, we don't want to be in that painful part of our life anymore. And I think what happens is a lot of times we like to escape that past like I'm doing right now. I have to admit it. I don't want that anymore. I don't want that for myself. It scares me. It genuinely makes me terrified knowing that there is a reality that could cause me to go back into that place that I was in, that could cause so much pain and hardship to me, that I could feel worthless again. You know, is it plausible within realism? Maybe not. It might be, though. That's the fear, right? The fear of uncertainty, knowing that there are people who have gone to a great place to only to fall off the cliff and go back to the bottom and possibly even stay there. That's what's so scary, and looking into that past is terrifying because of it. And I think we always like to chase this sort of security and comfort in knowing, or at least trying to feel like we're safe in the success that we have. And we keep trying to go further and further towards it. You know, we chase gratification. It's a, it's a natural part of, th of all things, you know? 
as humans, we like to chase the things that make us feel good. You know, you can sum that up in a bunch of different ways, but we like to feel good things and we'll go to great lengths to make sure that happens. And sometimes that chase is the grand thrill of it all. Some, like, honestly, I've noticed with myself, the grand chase is the thing that I'm really chasing, that I'm not really going for the gratification sometimes, but rather I want to embark on a journey towards it. And when I get it, that's just the icing on the cake, man. It's like, it's just the fucking cherry on top. But that cherry, I mean, it's not really, I don't even eat the cherries on cakes. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't care. It's gross even, honestly. Like, I, gratification, it's nice, but I like to chase something. That seems to be my calling in my brain, my lizard brain, you know, whatever you want to call it. And I think it's also like the chase is part of the fear, I think. I think that's part of it because it's a constant reminder in your head that you are not near that place. You're probably the farthest that you could be from it in that moment when you're chasing great success because you're in the thick of it. You're not sitting sedentary. You're not giving yourself the chance to be lazy, if you want to call it that. You're fighting for it. You're fighting for your life and you're fighting for something that just feels right to you and that keeps you safe from the harm that you once felt, if there ever was harm. I would imagine there was harm if you're chasing in the way that I do. You don't want to feel like that anymore. And the success, it's great and all, but sometimes we lose this sort of grand feeling when we lose that grand chase, even if we still have the success. You know, that's where workaholism comes in. You know, you want to always be doing something. You want to find some sort of thing to achieve, not because you want to feel good entirely, that is a part of it, but also because you like the feeling of working towards something because it shows that you are working towards something, that you aren't being lazy, that you're not being pussy or whatever, that you're not being a loser, that you're not being all these things that people might call you in your mind because you have proof that you're doing the opposite, that you're doing the things quote unquote right. And success can build this up more and more and more because you have proof. You have proof that you're not a loser and you have proof that you are someone who's doing the right thing for you, right? Possibly, probably, you're doing something. You're doing something and it feels good to achieve things and it feels good to chase that every single time you can. But sometimes we start to look at this stuff and we notice that this chase is always happening and that the moments of relief, the moments where we say, you know what, my feet are tired, I'm going to take a break, are painful. They hurt. The success and the chase, they're the only things that feel good. This is the moment that I'm in right now. Cold hard truth. I'm very uneasy with the times that I'm not doing the things I like to do. And it's a process that I have to work on. And it really hurts when you're not going into things and going hard all the time when you're used to doing it, especially when you got people in your mind who think that this is the right way to do it. And maybe it is, because you don't know. You know, being so young right now, I don't know what's the right thing to do in many different ways. So when I go out and do the things that I'm doing, the exercise, the, the hobbies that I have, you know, drawing this, you know, any sort of thing that's important to me, basketball, whatever, I don't know what's the right amount, I don't know what feels right even. I wonder it. And that wonder can turn into fear because that fear is based in not knowing what's right. I think this just happens when you start to base your success on what others define as success instead of basing it on what you define as success. 
that's a problem I go through, and I want to desperately be able to tell myself, your success is yours alone, and you should look at it that way. But it's hard. Because honestly, the world won't treat you that way sometimes. People will give their opinions on what you care about. They'll tell you what they think. They'll say that you're not doing enough or that you are doing a lot. Or, you know, they'll tell you that you're doing really good and that you're not doing really good. Now, what's noise and what actually means something? What's actually something to take in and what's something to just ignore? Do you have to do one or the other? Or do you have to do both? Or what do you do? What middle path is there in all of this between the two extremes of you're doing great and you're doing terrible and how you hear all of it and absorb all of it? I don't know. And that's the work that has to be put in with this, the success that you find. You want to find your own success. You know, you do this for you, and that's the cliche, but it's one that's true, and you just want to make sure that you stick to that. But it's so difficult because a lot of success that you get, you want to prove towards others. You want to prove it to them. You want to prove that you're doing the right thing. And you want to sometimes even rub it in their face that you can do it. And that's natural, but it's not healthy most of the time when you say, Haha, I told you so. This is what I've done. What have you done? And that's coming back to the first point. Looking down on people. It all stems from the success being based not just in yourself. Even if it just involves you worrying about yourself by looking at others. The goal is to make this success that we find as much about us as possible. And when we start to look towards others, we start to, you know, wonder what's our success worth in our eyes if it's not worth the anything in the eyes of others or if it's not doing or if i'm not doing the right thing in the eyes of others or if other people are doing the wrong thing and that's similar to how i do things and i got to question everything that i do now the the big answer to all of it is to block out the noise right but how how do you block out the noise and that's the journey you and i are going to figure out together because I'm still working on it. And I want to work on it further and tell myself and affirm myself every single time that I do something right, that I'm doing something right. But it's difficult to do it. I'm going to work on it, though. And everyone will. Because we all find success in some way. Even if you think you're a loser, I mean, I, I trust wholeheartedly that you will find some success. And you may have already found it. You might not be aware of it, but you'll find it. You know, just look around. I don't know. Look under the couch. Look under the table. Look everywhere. There's success to be found. And it's going to feel good when you find it. Just make sure that you follow whatever is true to you. Follow your heart, basically. Corny ass shit. Follow your heart, I guess. Tell yourself, basically, is what I'm saying, that you are doing well and nothing more. That you are doing good. You are doing great. That you're doing fantastic. And if you can, Focus less on the comparatives, on what other people are doing in regards to your success, so that you can fully enjoy your own. Try to focus on that and tell yourself the things that you need to hear to make sure that you know that you are doing what you need to do and that you're doing it well. And hopefully you won't take away from your own success by looking at that of others and wondering if you're doing enough because of it. And just keep going and trying to find whatever makes you feel good. That's all for today. See ya!